Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. If you're treating veterans with PTSD, VA's National Center for PTSD can help. The PTSD Consultation Program offers free expert consultation and resources to providers. We won't ask you to fill out any forms, and we respond to requests within a day. To learn more on this easy-to-use program, visit ptsd.va.gov consult. Again, that's ptsd.va.gov consult. What better way to start episode 38 of the Unfiltered and Undiscovered podcast? And that little snippet was the beginning of a new song that's been released by my co-host. And um, I'll introduce him and then we might have a little bit of a chat around some of the new music that he's been putting out. He's from the home of the best Chinese restaurant in Adelaide, with decades of awards, they're, they're known for their decades of awards and cheap local eats. Ying Chow in Gouger Street, Adelaide. Yes. Please welcome Tave Bragg or Braggy. Oh, Curly, I finally know somewhere. <laughs> I've been to Ying Chow so many times. That is the best Chinese restaurant in uh, Adelaide for sure. That's what they're known for. So the best Chinese. I, I love that. that I love um, businesses that can be really confident about who they are. Decades of awards, cheap local eats. That Mate, is, is cheap. how they promote themselves. It's BYO. A lot of times, if you go there, you'll find a lot of people from the wine industry there, and they might be just after vintage, and they'll all be sitting around the different tables, and they'll bring their new wine in, and then they pass it across. Oh, we just. This is our new thing from this year try this and this is yeah and it's just yeah it's a great place <laughs> just don't oh no i won't say that <laughs> i won't i won't diss it no it's i'm sure that place. there's some little idiosyncrasies yeah. hey you've been busy you've had released some new songs you want a, a quick little chat about them before we get into some foreign music i thought like that it? was a classic lead-in because that's um i don't know what language that you you started that song with that's italian and it's not actually me that's Italian for love conquers all. And that is just um, Siri um, Google Translate. So I just... Oh, truly? Yeah, I just typed in love conquers all. Because it's a, it's a Roman or Latin saying. And then yeah. you can get Siri to say it in Italian for you. And I just held the phone up to the mic and recorded that. Like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So there's love conquers all. What else is, did you release? There's another one. Um, that I released as well. Just been, I've had a f bunch of these dance ones, which none of my bandmates seem to want to do. But well, <laughs> they kind of. It's just I just have these songs sitting there, so I thought I'd get them out. I'm trying to write songs that my wife and my daughter would like. That's all I want to please. That's yeah, all. That's yeah, it. And and, and maybe your wife. <laughs> yeah. So I just need to get them out there. Well, as you know, my wife. Yeah, as you know, my wife puts them on a running list and uh, away she goes. Well, I've got that so, tempo. It's um, about 100, 110 beats per minute, which yep. is a perfect yep. running thing for It's me. a good backdrop to exercise. Yes. So, you know, personally, I, I love the song. So. Thanks, mate. And uh, where where can you find them? You can find them on Spotify. You can find them on Apple Music. You can find them on YouTube and a million other places. Yeah, yep. and uh, I've added all of thing. them to the unfiltered and undiscovered playlist on if Spotify. If you go on Spotify, so. follow me, yeah, and like the song, and then because I'm, you get, I get point zero zero four three of a cent per stream, so I'm saving up to buy a carton of beer. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and you know, just just before we um, kick off, because I'm really 
interested in tonight, the foreign non-English protest songs. And um, you made an observation during the week that most protest songs are in English because they do want to try and get as big a yeah. um, audience as they possibly can. But but I was thinking during the week, Braggy, that there, there's a couple of things that have... I'm, I'm really grateful for what we do on this uh, on this podcast because every week I learn so much. And, and two things came together during the week. And one was um, when we spoke with Sean from the Ritzy yep. Kids and Sean was talking about um, songs and how he plays them acoustically because they've got to stand up acoustically yes. before he starts to, to, to blend them in and go through and record them. But then over the last two weeks, we've been talking about the drummers. Yeah. And the drumming adds that primal beat and almost completes the song. Yes. So, so the song's got to stand up acoustically and then the drums have to add that beat that sort of finishes the songs off. Yes, not always. Some songs, there's no drums, but it depends on what you're going for. But, yeah. Yeah, Sunday session song. I always like a bit it, of rhythm there. Yeah. Yeah, true. So, but it's interesting because as you start to learn more about how songs are formed and how they're formulated and how they're ultimately played, and even as we talked last week, the different drummers put on different attitude yeah, to the song. Yeah, it was amazing last week, wasn't it? With the that jazz guy, I was really into him and how he just, you know, played along and like the way Sam explained it, how every time with jazz guys it, it, the song's different so it's like a different portrait of the song every time it's slightly you might you mightn't hear it yourself but the musicians you know so you've got to be on your toes it's, and then you've got the other guys that are just in there to be the engine like Dave Grohl and drive that beat so you know you yeah. feel something and just professional professional to the end yep. and, and you know Dave Grohl was just uh, sensational he'd do his little bit during the chorus and he'd ramp up the yeah. drums and then straight on the beat again it was just a fantastic yeah he's a great he's a great musician so how have you found doing the research around what well, like we're doing you said, we str- i struggled a little because a lot of a lot of the protest songs are in english even if you go to another country where they don't speak english they'll sing because english is so prominent especially in popular music they'll sing it in english to re- and then a lot of times um it's the it's the the oppressors are the English speakers, so that's the message <laughs> they want to get to to the people, you know. So, but I have found five, I think, really different songs from five different countries. Excellent, so, excellent. So, where are we kicking well, off? Which one do you we're want? We're going to start with the song that was a one-hit wonder in the Western world, but it was not a one-hit wonder for this l- lady uh, in Germany. She's from Germany. It's a song that you and I will remember, Tony, because it's right now middle of our era. And it's 99 Luft Balloons, which means 99 Red Balloons. And the song, um, it's about two things. It's, it's the 80s, so we've got nuclear proliferation. You know, the, the Russians and the Americans are constantly building more and more and more and more nuclear weapons. So the song is kind of about, she lets these balloons go and the Russians pick them up on the radar, and the West picks them up on the radar, and they both engage the jets. And so she's just showing how easy it could be for something to start over something so innocent like a balloon. But yeah. also, um, the song is also goes out to each red balloon is a dream um, of the people who, the, the German people after World War II, the innocent German people after World War II. They all weren't Nazis. Um, yeah. Who who suffered greatly during the war and after the war? So it's about those three. Songs. Okay. Those two, let's, two uh, topics. Let's put it on, hey.
just one of the yeah, go, Tony. Yeah, you go. one of the things I've always heard from that song is that the song actually loses when it's been translated into English. It loses some of the the um, power of the lyrics. Oh, for sure. Do you want to hear the lyrics translated correctly? Yeah. Some of them. Ninety-nine balloons on their way to the horizon were taken for UFOs from space. Hence, a general sent a squadron after them to give the alarm. But there on the horizon were just 99 balloons. 99 jet fighters, each with a great warrior, regarded themselves as Captain Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> there was a great display of fireworks. The neighbours didn't understand. They soon felt offended and they shot at the horizon. So it's just, yeah, the futility yeah. of war and stuff, yeah. So she was actually quite big in Germany, she I She had take some it. other hits before this one, I think. I don't know if she had any after didn't really go that deep into the research yeah yeah and um a, a bit of a one hit one day here Basically. in the I, I guess the western world but even like i can remember what year was that i think it's pretty early i think it's about 81 82 i didn't yeah. write the year down sorry how powerful is cox internet so powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Because I reckon I was at school when that yeah. came out. And I, and I had friends in my you know, or or people in my grade that were saying you know there, there's always people that say the live version's better or yeah, this yeah, version's yeah. better and and I'm sure that there were kids saying that the German, you know, the German version is better. so much better yeah, yeah. So. of course if if you're going to write a song in one language it's never really going to translate yeah absolutely well that's a great start like that one so but but isn't it such a a fluid sort of a language, even though I've got no idea of what she's saying, you can still bop along, you can still get the gist yeah. of of the words, I guess. It can be an aggressive sounding language, German, don't you think? But it's got some really cool cool words in it. I know. Yeah, some some consonants and vowels there yeah. like everything yeah. else. But yeah, interesting. Okay, great start. What's next? Well we're gonna go to to France now. Well actually Belgium. We're going to go yeah. to, and this is a guy called yeah. Stromae, and I'll tell you the story about this. Well, I, well, I tell the story. Yeah, I'll tell the story before. Yeah, tell me a little bit while I tee it up. So this song's called Papa Hute, which means like my papa. Where's my papa? And um, he was half uh, Rwandan and half Belgian. This guy. So his father was Rwandan, his mother was a Belgian lady, and it's a song's about him growing up without his father. But the reason he and his mother didn't tell him, he wondered where his father was, and his mother didn't tell him. His father was in Rwanda, and I don't know if you've ever heard of the Rwandan yeah. genocide, which happened. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It was atrocious. I mean, uh, I read some statistics here. There was, it, so it was between the Hutos and the Tutsis, so it's two religious factions, right? Yeah. And um, look, the Huto, Hutos were... I can't pronounce that properly, were the majority and the Tutsis were the minority and the Hutus killed 800,000 people in 100 days. Oh, my God. And this guy's father was one of them. And his mum didn't tell him for ages and eventually he realised why his father was not coming home. So he kind of figured it out for himself. And the song is a really poppy song. You're not going to think it's a such a sad protest song. He's singing about... Um, yeah, where's my dad, you know? And he, one of the yeah. things he says is that, how am I going to learn to be a dad if I can't learn from my dad? So it's a Absolutely. sad song. But it's a really, it's you're going to love this clip. It's a really cool clip. And, Even though it's and a sad just song. for those, those people playing along at home, in the words of Sam Marshall, those playing along at home, we will have the links to all of these songs on YouTube, so you will be able to get the English translation yes. on most of them. So um, the way that we embed the videos for the show yeah. doesn't allow that I translation. Haven't, yeah, this one, across. obviously, you're not going to really need to know what you're saying here. You'll figure this out pretty simply from the clip. All right. 
Dites-moi d'où il vient, enfin je saurai où je vais Maman dit que lorsqu'on cherche bien, on finit toujours par trouver Elle dit qu'il n'est jamais très loin, qu'il part très souvent travailler Maman dit travailler c'est bien, bien mieux qu'être mal accompagné Pas vrai Où est ton papa Dis-moi où est ton papa Sans même devoir lui parler, il sait ce qui ne va pas Un sacré papa Dis-moi où es-tu caché, ça doit faire au moins mille fois que j'ai compté mes doigts. Hey. Où t'es, papa, où t'es Où t'es, papa, où t'es Où t'es, papa, où t'es Où t'es, où t'es, où papa, où t'es Où t'es, 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 où t'es, où papa, où t'es Qu'on y croit ou pas, il y aura bien un jour où on n'y croira plus Un jour ou l'autre, on sera tous papa Et d'un jour à l'autre, on aura disparu Serons-nous détestables Serons-nous admirables Des géniteurs ou des génies Dites-nous qui donne naissance aux irresponsables hein Dites-nous qui Tiens, tout le monde sait comment on fait des bébés Mais personne sait comment on fait des papas Monsieur, je sais tout, on aurait hérité C'est ça, faut le sucer de son pouce ou quoi Dites-nous où c'est caché Et ça doit faire au moins mille fois Qu'on a bouffé nos doigts hey Où t'es, papa, où t'es Où t'es, papa, où t'es Où t'es, papa, où t'es See what you're saying about the poppiness of the yeah, song. Yeah, it's poppy, huh? <laughs> that's um, that's fascinating, isn't it? A little disturbing, it? though, eh? Because he's got his father's not there. You know, his father's just a, you know, a dummy. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, and you could almost start singing along with you it. Could. You I, know, I that chorus a little bit. Absolutely, it's a great pop song. There's <laughs> ones you don't you don't hear though in in. The, you know, in the Western world, much do you? And he's got some other great songs too. I've had, had went down a bit of a rabbit hole. He's got some really okay. cool stuff. Yeah, and and once again, you you look at that film clip and it's showing a, a completely different style of culture to what we're used to. It, but it felt so, like, what's the word? It felt like a Western culture, but smaller. If that makes any sense, yeah. and so much more colourful. Yes. Yeah, sure. so correct. Yeah, that was good. Thank you. Great that was little a bit song. Different one. That was a cool one. Um, okay, we're going to move on. Yeah, absolutely. You do you get, you set the pace tonight. We're going to go to. I mean, if you're going to talk about people protesting and there being violence and upheaval and troubles, then you've yep. got to go to the Irish, right? Okay. So I couldn't. I could not have this five without a rebel song in, in, in there. But most of the rebel songs are in English. You know, U2 wrote heaps of them. And so I found this one. It's an old, old folk song. And there's a bit of a story behind this. No one really, like, a, like any old folk song, like Walsy Matilda, no one ever really knows the origins of it where, it, where how it all started. And sometimes it gets changed uh, through the centuries. And this song yeah. go, goes right back. Um, no one's really sure. They think it could be about... I think they used to originally sing it about bringing the wife home after she was married. Apparently she would... After a month... It took a month after they were married before the wife would be allowed to come back and live with the husband back in the day in Ireland. <laughs> oh, truly? Apparently. So it was a song about that, but over the time it's, it's got changed. Um, and... <laughs> When the, when the real troubles were happening in the early part of the 20th century in Ireland, one of the, the poets, the um, nationalist uh, Irish poets, changed a few of the words and it, it became... They used to sing it um, in the Easter uprising about, about the English. Yeah, so okay. it's, a, it's, a, it's telling the English to, to piss off, basically, out of Ireland. 
And it's Sinead O'Connor singing this this one. So it's yeah. from around the eighties and nineties, I guess. Because she's, I mean, she's not with us anymore, is she? But she's got such a passionate and such a passionate Irish woman. So it's a beautiful song, beautiful old tune. Oh, that's singing in Gaelic, Tony. Yeah, singing in Gaelic. Okay. So I don't know if you'd notice, a lot of those old songs all had the same melody. So, and they would yeah. like, do you notice that that's like, what shall we do with the drunken sailor? <laughs> what shall? And there's a, probably another three or four songs that it's similar. Yeah. Similar to, but. Interesting, interesting. And, and once again, you know, being in Australia, you just think the, the Irish speak English and it's a very, um, accent-based English, but then to hear that Gaelic language, yeah. it's and it's. I it's, mean, you, uh, I, I don't know if you have any Irish friends. A lot of them have names that you uh, sound completely different to how they seem to be written in English. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So. Yeah. And I suppose then you've got the Welsh, haven't you? That um, has another That's dialect not, altogether. And and even the Scottish. Sometimes the Scottish can speak English, but you still can't understand them. They're really broad. You know what I mean? Yeah, even yeah, some even some people willy. in England, you can't, their accents are so strong. You think what? But um, that was beautiful. Yeah, so they would sing that in the mar- when they would march into battle or march into you know yeah sing, and sing it loud into as they would march into battle. It goes right back, yeah, to the fifteen hundreds, sixteen hundreds, the Jacobite. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Millions of our nation's veterans deal with PTSD every day. VA's PTSD consultation program is easy to use and here to help you treat these veterans. Providers like you can access free consultation with expert clinicians, free continuing education, and free resources to help you assess and treat veterans. To learn more, visit ptsd.va.gov consult. 
Yeah. One of the, the interesting things, and you got me doing a little bit of research during the week as well, just about, because I'm intrigued by places like, you know, the communist bloc countries. You know, yeah. we've got China, for example, and I'd, I'd be... Um, I couldn't necessarily find anything around any sort of songs that were created by Chinese artists anyway around things like the Tiananmen Square, um, yeah. all that You'd sort of stuff. You'd think that'd have and, to be there, though, wouldn't you? There's got to be somewhere, but but I guess also the risk of doing that is really huge. Yeah, you'd start not seeing again. Yeah, so, but but one of the interesting things that I picked up was... Um, I'll, I'll wait till you finish. No, you but, tell, um, me, but, tell me. Well, even Japan, right? So I, I was. Um, Japan is a very compliance-based co- culture. Mm-hmm. They're they're very traditional. They're very um, compliance. Yeah. But if you ever you went into a sex shop in Japan, and you <laughs> right. know I did, um, okay. you would know that behind closed doors. They are really quite a different. <laughs> they are a different body oh, of people, mate, but yeah. but they're very compliance driven, right? So, um, and I, I remembered reading, uh, you know, about the Japanese punk movement yeah. because the because the Jap- you would not picture punk having uh, getting legs in Japan, but it still does, and it still does to this day. And one of the the more recent. Um, uh, protest songs that came out of Japan, for example, was from a band called the Frying Dutchman, right. who are from Kyoto, and they um, became more well known after the Fukushima ah, um, the, the nuclear, nuclear meltdown. Yeah, and and they, it's a they. There's a video on YouTube, and it's 19 minutes long, and it's effectively a rant. It's a poetic rant yeah. to music, and it's. It's just very intriguing to watch. And one of the things that I read up about it was that a year on from Fukushima, and the song's called Human Error, Human Error. And uh, a year on from that particular anniversary, they wanted to get 100,000 people to register to play that particular 19-minute rant on sound systems right across Japan. And um, they got sixty-seven thousand, so they didn't quite hit their mark. But they had sixty-seven thousand people register a year on, which was uh, I think twenty twelve. So, so really interesting that such a compliance-based culture yeah. still has that element of I, protesting. Yeah, and Japan, like you say, they they they'll take something from the West like punk, and then then they they just do it a whole other level, whole other. <laughs> full on not just the punk music but other things you know might be sneaker culture or you know I don't know so, so, something else they just go anime anime, anime. Um, you go watch the baseball when they play baseball they're just full on you know yeah, so, yeah. look what they've done with rugby union so. yeah and they love it and they just <laughs> and they they turn out of their thousands to support it so yeah you're right you're right yeah. there. now you okay we're going to move on from the, you want to know where it's scary to write a protest song where in, is it scary? In Russia. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, I, I could imagine. So some of the listeners or viewers might have heard of this band. They're called Pussy Riot. They're a all-girl band Great from name. Russia. I think they actually live in America now because I don't think it's safe for them to be in Russia. But you want to fucking talk about balls, man. So this clip you're going to see next, this is a song uh, and it's called Putin Will Teach You How to Love. And this clip... They filmed just after they got out of the freaking gulag for something else. They went straight back, put yeah. the things over their heads, and and they were protesting um, for the Sochi Winter Games in in Russia. They protested okay. right out in front of the of the Winter Olympic Stadium. And um, so, when you say things over their heads, that see, was to keep their yeah. anonymity. Oh, well, the, yeah, they're supposed to be, but everyone knows who they. Everyone knows Pussy Riot. So they filmed themselves going there protesting and this song is played over the top of this footage and it's sung in Russian and they're protesting just political freedom, um, LGBT rights and basically the the Russian police or the Cossacks as they're known 
come out and fucking beat them up. <laughs> it's, wow. it's a confronting clip. Have a look. man mate tell her oh, mate that's amazing I know, right? so they're now living in america yeah, i think so they're pretty sure they're in america they've got some other songs out that are later yeah it seems to be much more peaceful <laughs> mate that is what you call living your protest and really taking the risk isn't it so you've got to admire people like that around the world that stand up to that that takes a lot of guts and that's why i always admire you know some people might like to see people out there protesting it might disrupt the streets but they're out there doing it for something they believe in and whether you believe in what they believe in or not at least they're out there doing something about it they're not just sitting at home being a keyboard warrior and and in the case of that particular country doing it at the absolute risk of death um you know ultimately you could be put in the car and never seen again yeah absolutely and and I guess one of the big things in the Western world is that we don't have that level of risk when it no. comes to protests. Yes, we might. You might spend see a night some... in the jail, but you, you'll come out again. You're coming home. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> mate, that that's uh, that's amazing. Yeah. And once again, it wasn't a bad little I song. Loved it. I, had, a... I had no idea what they were singing about. But well, you got but you got the Putin groovy, part. So, so. It, the song's called. Putin will teach you how to love. So, you know, I think you hear that Putin and the, but I don't know the rest of the words, but obviously that's the chorus. But yeah, it's not a bad punk song. I reckon it's cool. Mate, that's, that's a classic. Well done. So you've got one more? I've got one more. And this is a little different. So this is a song from um, South America. And it's a group of women wrote a song protesting uh, against how the judicial system I think it's from Chile. I don't want to get this wrong. I think that's the South American country. It started. It check, started. Check with your it notes. Started Go in on. Write it down. <laughs> You'd have notes somewhere, knowing notes. you. But the song's called "There's a rapist. A rapist is in your path, and the rapist is you." 
and it's just uh, protesting against the judicial system and how they, especially in some of those other countries, and even in our country, will always take the man's word over the, the girl's word or the woman's word. So it's, it's the YouTube movement. It's a little bit close to my heart, all these, these songs like this, as you'll know. And um, mm. what happened was that everybody, all the women around the world took this song on and just sang it in their own language. This clip just shows it, shows the girls from South America singing it as like a flash mob out in front of the courts there. Yeah. But you can go on YouTube if people want to go on YouTube and see the French women all doing the same thing, but singing it in French. The German women do it just because women are oppressed all around the world in a lot of ways. They, they get yeah. the ass at raw end of the stick. So I, I finished with this one because it's in all languages, mate. Okay, excellent. Well, you've got me intrigued. Very powerful, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it gets me. Yeah, they um, they, they, there's no second guessing that at all. No. I just tell you, and um, that's got to have an impact on whoever whoever watches that. Yeah, there you go, mate. That's powerful. Thank no you worries. so much, Braggy. I, I, it was a struggle, but I enjoyed it in the end. Well, and you've it. come up with five completely different like songs and genres genres and um you know it really did intrigue me you know like um, for whatever reason i was thinking what about the philippines and um you know, know. Th there's all this protest that sits out there in the world that you know maybe in the western world we don't necessarily see some of the struggles that you know some yeah. of these other countries may have and today we've um given you all a bit of an insight into what some of those struggles are and, you know, I, gutsy, I think there's a lot, lot more in Africa that we haven't touched on. There'd be heaps of it. And, yeah, and, in, and in the Middle East, you know, because be, there must be, you think about Saudi Arabia and its treatment of, it's a very patriarchal society. There must be protests yeah. in there. Once again, it's going to be pretty scary doing that. But yeah. And you can imagine in Afghanistan, for example, yeah. at the moment, whatever there was is now 
under under uh, under wrap somewhere. Well, not even so. allowed to play music there. Yeah, well, music's yeah. Unless it's no, isn't there some? There's one type maybe. Yeah, there's one type that's got to be religious yeah, or yeah. or uh, tuned in. So, you know, could you imagine a world without music? That's something to protest about. Anyway. Yes, correct. So, well, Braggy, you've out you've outdone yourself now. Thank you. Our our brand new segment. This is uh, the best of our seven inch. Right, <laughs> best of our seven inch. That's it. I don't know if that's the name of right, it. What but... is now? <laughs> Raggy and Curly 7-inch, righto. <laughs> I can't wait till the girls hear that way. I'll watch right. that one. <gasps> and uh, this one, Food this one, us. this is a, a Brisbane band. This is, Don't know it. I think it was 85, Voodoo Lust. Now, you can't get this anywhere. It's not on Spotify. It's not on any of the streaming platforms. Um, this is the guys in the band. There was... Um, Gary, the vocalist, Hound Dog was Just the lead bring guitarist. Bring it a bit closer, mate. Uh, oh yeah. So, all right. So that's the that's the guys out of Voodoo Lust. What year are we talking here, and- Tony? I reckon it's eighty-five. I'm, I, let me just open her up and just check. If you want a copy, there's a couple of copies on Discogs. I think you're going to be paying about twenty bucks for it. Um, you know, once again, it came out through Sun Records. The song's called Shake, Shake, Hey, Yeah, and it is it is such a groove. And the B-side's no, 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 no. So as you can see, really deep lyric, Shake, Shake, Hey, Yeah, <laughs> and no, 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 no. But they're just power. If there's a definition of power pop in any dictionary, this song has got to be part of it. So it is just such an amazing song and... Um, maybe one of these days I'll get to play a, a clip of well, that. Well, you need I know to get that, your little YouTube conversion thing that you can from vinyl. Yeah, it, and, um... it is available on YouTube. Oh, okay, so cool. I will put I will put the link in the description just um, so if anyone was interested. But it's power pop, absolutely. Gary, lead singer, hound dog, guitar and vocals. Hound dog. Brad was the bass Brad. and Dean was the drums and it was produced by a gentleman called Adrian Carroll. So keep shaking, baby. And Voodoo Lust were just one of those bands. They were well before their time. They really could have made it big, but um, they didn't. But anyway, all righty, what have you got, well, Braggy? Well, I got sentimental, so I went back to my hometown. Well, Townsville up in North Queensland. So I love, love yep. it up there. Maggie oh. I love that place. And so I picked this one. All right. <laughs> so I don't, All know, right. If you, I don't know if you have that. I have a, the exact same yeah. coffee, so copy. Let me yet. just show you this guy here. Yeah. Um, was in the first band I was in. That's Andrew Reed. He played drums. But before he played with the Spliffs, he played with a band called Room 16, which was, which was my band. Yeah. Um, did a couple of, well, we did heaps of gigs, really. Um, and this guy here is John yep. Watson, who wrote the songs. John Watson, they yep. moved to Sydney after they released this. In ta- in t- yep. This was recorded in Coranda. Yeah. Uh, up in Cairns. I was up in Cairns. And I, the one thing I love the most, I don't know if you can see it, but probably can't. But down the bottom here, Tony, it says, Right to the Spliffs, care of 3 Piccadilly Street, Hyde Park, Townsville. <laughs> 4812. That's it. So John Watson who wrote the songs of this, um, they went to Sydney. Yeah. The band broke up. He stayed in Sydney. I think he worked, oh, I hope he, if he listens to this, I think he worked as a journo for Playboy magazine and then for Rolling yeah. Stone. And now he manages Silverchair and Midnight Oil. Oh, so he's Midnight Oil's manager. Wow. Like that guy there. So he's done really well for himself. Townsville boy. There you go. That's the, and that's uh, the... how cool is that? They, their album was really good. They put it. Who'd they sign with in Sydney? They signed with. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure, like a mushroom no, it wasn't or mushroom, something. I don't I, think. I'm, I'm I, sure I've got their album. Oh, have you? Too. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I can't find a copy of that. Not, uh, not for. I might have to dig into my album collection, but uh, but the splits and I love the B side of that one. Yes, and uh, the A side's a classic little song. You know what they'll say, but 
Thanks to you is such a, a classic love story angst, you know, yeah. thanks to you. And I know a girl. You get three songs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Great value. That were, They were the days. They were so highly thought of. You know, I know when the Splits were in towns while I was in Brisbane yeah. and everyone in Brisbane and Sydney were talking about this Townsville band called The Splits, yeah. you know. And what a great name. Great name. So, awesome. Good band. Good boys. Awesome. What a and once again, Braggy, with that's a great show. It's uh, I've learnt something new. We've um, shared a little bit of our passion around our seven inches. Well, I think we're done with protest songs now, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> Tony looks Can't wait to hear what Sharon says about that. All right, Braggy, Braggy and Curly yeah. seven inch. I, I think that's it. Unless, of course, our audience sends us their protest songs and we yes. might do an audience mix back in okay. the in the, coming into 2022 so what's on next week if we've missed what's on next week we've got rob stanio oh. your mate your mate that's been helping you get all that uh, great little music out that's available look up tave bragg on spotify and apple yeah, music rob did the mix on so, some of them yeah so we'll be talking to rob rob's got his own music out so we'll be sharing some of that uh, the following week, we've got Alison Asarch from Nashville. So really excited about that one. We've reached out to a couple of people and haven't necessarily heard back from them as yet. But we are, the week after Alison, will be something completely different. Cool. Yep. So I, I won't let the cat out of the bag yet. We haven't signed off that. Okay deal yet so but um it is something that um it should be pretty exciting can't wait to go to nashville oh mate that's going to be so good and it was interesting i was playing some of um allison's music at a sunday session we would i was had at my place with the the big fella is she going to be a sunday session playlist uh, i think she's a she's a bit of a party girl okay she's friday night party yeah yeah, so maybe uh, some of our listeners might want to get uh, an advance warning on some of that. But if you do a, a look at Alison Asarch on YouTube, you get a bit of a gist. She's a, she's definitely country, but it's definitely a little bit of, you know, spring break in there as well would be, I don't know if I, country and spring break coming together. I don't know if that's a, a yeah, really well, uh... great description, but it's interesting. So... Uh, the Christmas show on December 16 starting to take effect. We are going to be on a different platform to what we normally are. And over the next couple of weeks, we're going to start sharing that link. People will need to uh, register in just with an email address so that they can watch that. That's going to be a great show. We're, we're going to have up to six people, I, I think, playing live on that night. So that's really, really exciting. Don't forget, we've got... All of our episodes are available on our website at unfilteredandundiscovered.com. We're now on socials. Uh, we've got our YouTube channel. We're on Facebook. Just simply search for Unfiltered and Undiscovered. And during the week, I finally created a TikTok channel. So we're now on TikTok. Oh, so that's cool. <laughs> we're all over the place. So Spotify, of what course, you'll find TikTok? our playlist. What do we do there? Where? Oh, we do. I we do a couple of little videos and um, maybe these these little things will be good at work on TikTok. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe that little seven inch segment. Big seven inch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't forget our Spotify playlist. We've got unfiltered and undiscovered. All the undiscovered gems we share goes into that and we've got the unfiltered protest song so I'll need to dig up some from tonight and add that into that um, our socials of course I've spoken to you about and in the words of the great Rod Stewart you wear it well a little old fashioned but that's alright it's from from Curly thanks for tuning in thanks Curly, Real, well done mate and and also, once again, just tune in and we shall see you all again next week. So a little old-fashioned, but that's all right. Okay. See you see next you. week. Good one. <laughs>
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 